Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus will I bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with the morrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. Lamentations 3.41 Let us lift up our heart with our hands unto God in the heavens. Psalm 34, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Let us all lift our hands right now, our hand. Let's bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless your holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all his benefits. Thank you, Lord. Father, we enter in to your presence with thanksgiving. As the message says, we enter the password, which is thank you. Come on, guys, let's thank him several times. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We lift up our voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. We're looking at several ups. We talked about wake up and dress up and speak up and hush up. We're, we've talked a little bit about stand up. We've done a little, started a little series on Wednesday night called Armor. And it talks about standing in your armor. Uh, today I'm going to attempt to do the last couple in one message. Lift up and reach up. I believe that we are to lift up his praises. Lift him up. Lift him up. Exalt him in your life. As you lift him up, he will surely lift you up. As you lift him up, he will surely quicken your mortal body. As you magnify him, he will surely cause your problems to become small in your eyes. Oh, saints, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His wonderful name, His matchless name. His name is above every name. Let's exalt His name together. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. If I be lifted up, I will be in your midst the same today as I've always been, yesterday and even forever. Lift up his praises. Lift up your voice publicly. Lift up your voice privately. This is not just a church thing. This is also a private thing. His praises should be heard on high. People on the job should know you're a Christian. Why? Because they hear a thank you. They hear a little praise coming from your desk. Your hand gets lifted up and Joe down the road thinks you're waving at him. But no, Joe, I'm, I, I'm just, I got I to gotta get my praise on up in here. Hallelujah. Lift him up. They ought to know you're a Christian. 
Yeah, but Pastor Mark, man alive, I'm telling you, they turned my lights off. Well, you got some candles. Light those candles and have yourself a little communion candlelight service in your living room. Lift up his praises. Well, they just took my car away. Yeah, but I heard the bus goes right by your house. Something to be thankful for. Oh, glory to God. Yeah, but I ain't got no meat or ham or chicken or turkey, but you got some cornbread and greens. Sanctify it and have yourself a big banquet. Lift up his praises. Lift him up. Lift your heart up because you belong to him and you love him and you're sold out to him and you're sanctified in him and you belong to him. Lift up your heart with your hands to the Lord. Woo, glory to God. We're not here to lift up idols. We're not here to lift up this athlete or that hip-hop singer or that rock and roller. We're here as children of the Most High God to lift up His name. Not secretly. Well, I got myself a silent praise, Pastor. Oh, get real. The Bible says that the dead praise not the Lord. Lift up your voice loudly. Hallelujah. Every day. Every day. Every day. When you look into the perfect law of liberty and you see what he's done for you, you lift him up. I mean, it's like from the rising of the sun till the going down of the same. The mighty name of the Lord is to be praised. Oh, I got a question for you. When things go bad, can you say hallelujah anyhow? The old song says hallelujah anyhow. Never, never let your problems get you down. When life's problems come your way, hold your head up high and say hallelujah anyhow. Hallelujah anyhow. Don't let your troubles get you down. Satan block your way. Stand right up and say. Hallelujah anyhow. Hallelujah anyhow. Never, never let the devil get you down. Satan block your way, stand right up and say, come on, hallelujah anyhow, come on, let's sing it, hallelujah anyhow, boom, 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 hallelujah anyhow. When life's problem gets you down, stand right up and shout and sing. Hallelujah, anyhow. Ba -ba -ba -bum -bum -bum. Woo! Yes, yes, yes. 
It may not sound too good coming from me, but when it gets through the filter of the heavenlies, it's a sweet aroma in the presence of God. Some of you about three in the morning go, hallelujah, anyhow. Shoo. PG&E, Bill got, hallelujah, anyhow. Bad report from the doctor. Hey, get yourself a little jerk on and say, hallelujah, anyhow. I think I might have just thrown my neck out. Hallelujah, anyhow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Amen. I'm believing God for a praising church that will praise themselves right through the fiery tests of life. A praising church that will lift up his praises. You can tell a lot about a person when you look at their life of praise. It is true that praise will build your faith. It will buoy it up. Praise defeats the devil who's already been defeated. Hey, he just needs to be reminded from time to time. You're under my feet. Under my feet. Yeah. And then praise ministers to God. Look at Colossians chapter 2 verse 6 and 7. We're going to have a little fun this morning. Is that all right? Lift him up. Lift him up. Lift up his praises. Build your faith. Colossians 2, 6 and 7. As you therefore have received Christ, Jesus the Lord, so walk you in him. In other words, live in him. Be rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. The Amplified says, just as you were taught and abounding and overflowing in it with thanksgiving. What this is saying to us, dear brothers and sisters, is that we abound and we increase in our walk of faith through praise and thanksgiving. Praise, basically, I believe, is one of the highest forms of faith. Abraham was strengthened as he gave glory to God. He didn't stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. But he strengthened himself by giving glory to God. I mean, between the amen and the here it is, is that time where the enemy will try to talk you out of what you are praying for and what you believe you have received. But in that time, you need to shout the praises of God. You need to praise him when the walls still stare you in the face. You need to praise him when your young one is still rebelling. Praise Him when your, your body is still going haywire. Praise Him. Thank Him. And God will get you through to the other side. You see, praise will cause your faith to thrive. Not only does it minister to Him, but it really helps you. I mean, it's all of a sudden you get a different attitude about you. All of a sudden, you, 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 you start to see differently. Uh, praise, ladies and gentlemen, is an atmosphere changer. I know it's true. I've been in services that were deader than a doornail before. But hey, somebody said, hallelujah, anyhow. 
We're not going to let this deadness get us down. Amen. I've been in services that were deader than a doornail, but when just a couple people started lifting up his praises, it caused a chain reaction. And everybody started saying, you know what? Thank God he is a good God. Hallelujah. Anyhow, in everything, give thanks. This is the will of God. I've seen the very atmosphere in churches over the years completely change when a people set their heart to praise him, to lift him up. If it'll work in the church, it'll work in the home. You wake up a little heavy on a Monday morning and you just ran out of coffee. You just say, hallelujah, anyhow. I'm going to stop me to Starbucks. The boss seems a little irritable. And the office seems charged with strife. Because you're prayed up and praised up, you just walking into that atmosphere can change it. You walk in with a smile on your face. No, you don't have to have some sort of a Holy Ghost fit. You know? You're just, you're just full of life. You're just, hey, full of God. I'm telling you, where Minister Jimmy Richardson works, that place is filled with joy because he's a man of God filled with joy. He's an atmosphere changer because he carries his own atmosphere with him in the realm of the spirit. So there ain't no such a thing as a mundane Monday in the Richardson home. It's, it's an atmosphere changer. It'll change the way you see things. Hallelujah. And you know, not only that, but it drives the devil who's all, already crazy, it drives him more nuts. <laughs> Look over at Psalm 34. So what I'm saying here to you today, and the Spirit is saying, is our lifestyle of praise and thanksgiving increases our faith. How many of you know David was a man of God who experienced many tests and trials, but he also experienced continuous victories? Notice this, Psalm 34.1. Let's get it up there. I want you to read this with me because I want you to see this. Are you ready? Let's read. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise. Now let's just notice this. Break this down here. I will. So it is an act of your will. So you can do this without any feelings. Okay. I will do it. I will bless the Lord. Now notice. At all times. That means in good times. In tough times. In fiery test times. As for me, I'm going to bless him at all times. Now notice, his praise shall, just on Sunday. No, his praise shall continually beware. Not just in your heart, but in your mouth. The sacrifice of praise 
That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks. Say thank you, Lord. That's the fruit of your lips. Now, notice this little phrase, continually. Continuous praise equals continuous victories. Say that with me. Continuous praise equals continuous victories. Yeah, but Pastor Mark, it's hard to continue in praise. Well, that's why you need help. You need help. I need help. Dear God, I need help. Just ask Brenda. We all need help. Now, we have the helper living on the inside of us, the Holy Spirit. But also, God has raised up some wonderful, wonderful music in the body of Christ. I mean, just, I mean, there are some different types of music ministers out there that'll help you praise Him. So I want to exhort you to to fill your car with praise. Fill your home with songs of praise and songs of worship. Now, you may like gospel exclusively. Well, if you like gospel exclusively, you're not going to have country gospel in your home. Right? You might like contemporary Christian rock or Christian music. You see, it's not so much whether it's gospel or contemporary. What the key is, is the anointing on it. And if the anointing is on it, you should be getting into it. Because the anointing on it will get on you and stir up the anointing that's already within you. And His presence can fill your home. His presence can fill your car. You know, I like all different types of music. The fleshly Mark likes Motown. You know, I mean, I'll be honest. I like the stylistics. You make me feel brand new. You know, I like the stylistics. And I like, and I like the Atlantic Star. You are the masterpiece in here. And every once in a while, I got to listen to David Ruffin and the Tempting Temptations. I got sunshine on a cloudy day when it's cold outside. You know what I'm talking about. I got the month of May. (laughs) So the fleshly mark likes that. But I don't live in the flesh. I live in the spirit. Now occasionally I slip over there. And I'll put baby face on. You understand. (laughs) You you all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) but in the spirit I like all different types of music 
I, I, you know, I, I love gospel. I mean, I get me a little Donnie McClurkin up in here going on. He's got Kirk Flankin singing that song. Ooh, child, things are going to get easier. Ooh, child, things are going to get better. You know, I like gospel. How about Israel Houghton? Ricardo Sanchez. But at five o'clock this morning, I started listening to Planet Shakers. The anthem, and it shook my bed. Talking about resurrection power. Got me out of sleepiness. Ready for the pulpit. It changed the atmosphere. Amen. Hillsong. See, see, whatever you like and whatever is anointed, listen to it. And sing along with it. Sing in the shower. Sing. Lift him up. Your life will be changed. I'm telling you, he'll quicken your body. Somebody says, yeah, but I'm a word man. But you know, you can sing the word. Yeah, but I speak the word. Well, why don't you sing the word for a while? The same anointing is on singing the word as it is speaking the word. Amen. Yeah, but I'm not a singer. Well, you may not be a recorder, but you can sing. Now, here's, here's what I want you to see. Praise and worship is a vehicle. It's a vehicle. It's a vehicle that will take you somewhere. Okay? You listen to Led Zeppelin long enough, and you listen to Stairway to Heaven, you end up in hell. You know, you listen to some of that song. It's a vehicle. A lot of that stuff has beats in it that's satanic. I know what I'm talking about. Because I came out of that world. On the other hand, you listen to Holy Ghost anointed praise and worship. And that vehicle is like a bus. It's an expressway that takes you right into the presence of God. And in his presence, there's fullness of joy. And in his presence, there's a quickening for your body. Listen, friends, in his presence, you think better. You see clearer. You're able to make better decisions because you're better for being in his presence. I think we need to be like Moses was. Lord, if your presence ain't in it, I ain't going. But the Lord is saying... That my presence will always go with my people who will praise me. My presence will always attend the way of those that will worship me and honor me. Now I know that it's very true. Turn with me to Colossians, the second chapter in the 15th verse. I know it's true that the enemy comes to our mind a lot. Your mind is the arena of faith. Is it not? And that's why you and I need to be alert. Because the enemy walks about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he might devour. 
Now, just because he's walking around seeking whom he may devour, doesn't mean that he has to devour you. But you've got to be aware of his tactics. And his number one thing that he tries to sell us a bill of goods on is in our soul. He'll tell you, you ain't worth nothing. He'll tell you that you're going to die young. He'll tell you that you're going to be homeless in a matter of a year. He will always present to you and me the worst case scenario. But God's given us weapons. And he said the weapons of this warfare, our warfare, they're not carnal. They don't originate in the flesh, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You see, strongholds are not what many people have thought they were. Strongholds aren't up there soaring around in the heavenlies. The biggest strongholds you'll face are in the city of your soul. But you've been given weapons, the name above every name, the blood of Jesus, the ability to praise Him. The weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And listen, what they will do is they will cast down all those imaginations and all those reasonings. They will take wicked spirits in high places and put them under your feet. Listen, friend, you better learn how to shut the devil up. You better learn how to silence him. Because he's a big mouth. And he's, you know how they talk trash on the basketball court? He talks trash all day long. And if you sit around and listen to his trash, I wouldn't say you're a fool, but it's foolish. But God's given us, he's given us keys. He gives us insights and concepts on how to shut him up and how to silence him. One, of course, is speaking the word, but another one is singing his praises. In Colossians 2.15, it says this. Jesus, what did he do? He spoiled principalities and powers, and he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Now, understand this. When a king would defeat another king in that day, what they would do is they would parade all of the captives down the street to show everyone that they're defeated and that they were the victors. And that's what Jesus did to Satan. He stripped him of his own authority in his own backyard. He made a public display of him. He triumphed over them in it. Would you agree with me today that the battle has already been won? And yet there is still a battle that would be arrayed against your mind. I like going into the battle knowing that it's a fixed fight. Yes, we have to fight the good fight of faith, but understand, a good fight is a fight you win. And a better fight is a fight that's already been won. So we could say, in essence, that this fight has been fixed. (laughs) Hallelujah. By the head of the church. Now, I want to look at some scriptures. Look quickly at Matthew 21. So I'm encouraging you now to activate and to initiate praise that will cause the manifestations of His goodness to come to pass in your life. Notice with me in Matthew 21, verse 16. And He said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus said unto him, 
Have you never read? Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings, thou hast what? Now go quickly over to Psalms chapter 8, verse 2. Psalms 8, 2. Bearing in mind that out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, he has perfected praise. Psalms 8 and verse 2. I want you to read that with me. Ready, read. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. That thou mightest what? That's just a polite way of saying shutting him up. One translation says that you may paralyze the enemy. And the Amplified says that you might silence the enemy and the avenger. So listen very carefully. When you lift him up, when praise comes out of your mouth in the midst of all this stuff that's trying to get into your soul, what you do where Satan is concerned is you still him, you paralyze him, and you silence him. That is an awesome truth. Look with me at Psalms 9. Say it with me. Perfected praise paralyzes, silences, and stills the enemy. And when the enemy is stilled and silenced, you're still and at peace. Now notice Psalms 9 verse 1 in the Amplified. Again, here's this thought. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth and recount and tell. Look at that word. Everyone say aloud. I will tell aloud all your marvelous works and wonderful deeds. Verse 2. I will rejoice in you and I will be in high spirits. I will sing praise to your name. O most high. The almost low doesn't like to hear praises going up to the almost high. Now notice in verse 3, here's a revelation I want you to see. Read it with me. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at what? So praise brings the presence. The presence shuts the devil up. And the presence ministers life to you all day long. You see, the enemy falls back. So what happens then is things that have been right in front of you can be pushed away. Thoughts of depression can be pushed back. Anybody ever been hurt? Hurt can perish at the presence of God. Oh man, that's good news. See, there are things right in front of you that come to your soul, but His presence will push it back. Now I want us to look at Acts 16 this morning. And there's a, a truth in here as we get ready to close that I believe with all of my heart that God is going to Cause this to go off in your heart. Remember this, that praise boils up or increases your faith. It defeats an already defeated enemy, but it also ministers to the Lord. Now I want to read the whole whole context of this. Look at Acts 16, 
verses 23 right through verse 30. And I'm going to do it a little bit differently than I did last service. Brenda helped, with, helped me with it in between services to articulate this truth in even more in even a more clear way. So I want you to, to see the whole context of this as we approach uh, the end of the teaching time. Now, Paul and Silas were in a city where a little girl had a spirit of divination. And the Bible says that she brought her masters much gain by her fortune telling or by her soothsaying. But they cast the devil out of her. And the people in the city got all riled up because all of a sudden, not only was the devil shut down, but most importantly, their money was shut down. So they took Paul and Silas and they beat them up and they threatened them. And the Bible says that they laid many stripes on them. They whipped them and that they fastened their feet in stocks. Paul and Silas were really chained up. Now let's pick it up in verse 23. And we'll read right through verse 30. Read it with me. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feast fat in the stocks. Who, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Verse 26. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundation of the prisons were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loose. Verse 27. And the keeper of the prison awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. Verse 28. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Why would they want to leave when the presence of God was so thick? Verse 29. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before who? Verse 30. And brought them out and said, Sirs, you know the jailer got saved. And you know his whole household got saved. Hallelujah. Now, They were in a midnight situation. And you and I are faced oftentimes throughout our lives with midnight situation. That's when the crisis of life comes. But instead of murmuring and complaining and whining and being wimpy, they did the scriptural thing. They lifted him up. They prayed. And they sang praises Unto God. They were probably tempted to feel sorry for themselves. They might have been tempted to say, man, if this is what we get for serving God. But Paul may have spoke up and said, hallelujah, anyhow. I'm going to praise him in this jail cell. 
Because I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that I've been in the will of God. And these bars are nothing to the one who broke the chains off of my life. So at midnight, Paul and Silas, they prayed and they sang praises unto God. Now here's what I want you to see. And the prisoners heard them. This was a super Natural event. Supernatural event. Now listen very carefully. They were bound by chains. But they reacted to the chains with praise. And how we react to the circumstances of life makes all the difference whether we come out of jail or stay in prison. Their reaction to the chains was a reaction of praise and a reaction of worship. Woo! Glory to God. And the Bible says that the earth began to shake. And it wasn't a devastating earthquake like we experienced in 1989. It was an earthquake that loosed their bands and it also loosed the bands of other prisoners. Listen, friends, when you have an impact, when you've been impacted by the presence of God, and when you react to the chains that have been facing you and binding you with the reaction of praise, not only will it impact your life, but it can impact the lives of people around you. It can impact the lives of people on the job. It can impact your babies. It can impact your whole family. Listen to this. The reaction to the chains caused a chain reaction in the prison. It caused a chain reaction. The presence of God shook all those prisoners. And don't you know, the prisoners were better for it. And the jailer was better for it. He was impacted because a man, two men, refused to back down. Now, I don't know what you might be going through. I know a lot of what people go through because I'm a local pastor. But I can tell you for sure what your proper reaction should be to the chains that try to bind you. In other words, absolutely refuse to let the enemy turn the problems that you're having into chains that bind you. But rather praise him in your midnight hour. It doesn't matter what you're going through. React to those chains with the high praises of God. And you know what you're going to see? You're going to see a chain reaction of blessing in your life. And blessing in your family. And I believe even blessings in your local church. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. Depression comes your way. Oppression comes your way. Say thank you Lord. I'm worshiping you in the midst of it. You see chains can take on many forms. For me it was addiction. For others it might be fear. For the younger generation, many young girls are bound up 
by the chain of eating disorders. And then there's others that have experienced abuse and they've done some things that they regret doing now, years later. And the enemy brings the chain of shame. And these chains try to hold you captive. But I'm telling you today that I serve a God and you serve a God that breaks every feather. And that praise and worship is a major key to silencing that rat, shutting him up, and paralyzing him. So I got a question for you today. What are you waiting on? Let's stand up and give him some praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, let's activate his praises in the house today. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. Let us not cheapen our praise to him by trying to always get something out of him. But let us from an authentic heart of love to him, praise him for who he is. Let us praise him for who he is. Let us praise him certainly for what he's done. Let's praise him for what he's going to do. But let our praises be pure. Let our praises be sanctified because we are so in love with him. Come on, let's love him right now. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord today. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I'm going to bless him at all times. I'm going to lift my voice and rejoice. Now let the saints of God, let them be in high spirits. Now I'm looking at a congregation. I know some of you have been drunk on wrong spirits before. Some of you got so drunk you staggered around. Well, I believe this. When you partake of his presence, his Holy Spirit will so fill you that you'll get so free of care. You'll get so free of worry. And you won't be staggering around like a drunk man. But you'll be enjoying the presence of God. And you'll be able to soar through life without a care and without any fear in your life. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come on, we can do it without music. Let us exalt his name together. Oh, breke salamonde. Paradole nene dabaste. Oh, mradiste le maha. Ha, ha, ha. Jesus breaks every fetter. Poverty and lack must flee in the presence of Jehovah. Sickness and disease 
must flee in the presence of the king. I'm telling you, all shame, all guilt, everything you've done in the past has got to be silenced because of the blood and because of our faith in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. Now, what I saw in my spirit was someone laying in bed, laying in bed and just tossing and turning and tossing and turning because of the past to the point where you start putting the sheets up over your head. No, you need to get those sheets off the bed, stand right up and say hallelujah anyway. I've been set free. I'm not the person I used to be. I'm not the person I used to be. I'm a brand new man. I'm a new creation. Oh, yes. Yes, the man that did that is dead. I'm no longer who I was. I've been crucified. I've been sanctified. I've been raised up together with him. Now those chains... And those fetters cannot stay in the, per, in the presence of a man or a woman of God that knows their covenant with God. That will just, I mean, come on now. That will just get so saturated with this word. And just so filled with the Holy Ghost. And just bless God in spite of it all, they're going to praise Him anyhow. And there will come a permeation of his presence as you speak the promise, as you stand up on the promise, and as you sing the promises of God. God will watch over his word to perform it upon your behalf, and the enemies will fall back and perish. Come on now. Hey. What we're talking about is resurrection power. Those prisoners fell out because of the presence of the power of God. And I'm looking for some chains to fall off you today. Permanently. Permanent change. Now this morning, in in the presence of the Lord, we're going to have communion. And uh, I'm telling you what, God... Is about to turn some things around. So are you ready? Are you ready to receive from the Lord? Look at your neighbor and say, God is about to turn some things around. Look at your neighbor and say, praise the Lord anyhow. (laughs) Praise him. Praise him anyhow. Praise him anyhow. Praise him. Hey! Glory. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord anyhow. When Satan stands in your way, stand up, lift up your head and say, praise the Lord anyhow.